listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Hey, listen. Here we go. Barrel roll. Oh, you get what it is, what to do. Welcome to Fresh Take the Rundown. Joshua Adam Lamar, the town sex the dangerous, the Devonier is Devon Seal. I wish I could roll my R's like you. You can't do it? No, I can't. I do not no? speak the language of love. <laughs> Yeah, you're just rubbing it in now. All right. Uh, so rundown mixed with a little bit of an electronic enhancement. Um, let's just get right into it. I beat Spider-Man. This is full spoilers. Full spoilers. <laughs> like, I, I can't talk about the game really in any other way. Like, I might talk for the first two minutes without spoilers. You but... are spoiling. You were spoiling what happens in the game to me right now. Yes. So I would maybe fast forward half an hour maybe or if you don't want to hear anything about it you know maybe just come back and listen when you beat the game yeah sure All nothing right. that we talk about is that topical except for spider-man right no not yet i mean i can spoil super mario wonder for you if you want to as well please do you know what let me guess i they didn't find... beat it but he beats bowser Whoa. Whoa. Huh. I, 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 can't I believe... will say I haven't played it and I haven't played the first one, but it seems like Alan Wake 2 is part of the game of the year conversation right now, pretty heavily. I've heard it's amazing. It I only I've watched a few videos of it. Um I'm really happy for people of the first one when it was like 13 years old or something crazy like that. Like yeah. I remember the first one coming out too. And I remember a couple of friends who were interested in it, but I just didn't really, I never paid any attention. Is that an Xbox exclusive or is it for both? Alan Wake 2? Mm-hmm. I think Alan Wake 1 was just an Xbox game. Is Alan Wake 2? I'm going to look up. I doubt it. Um, yeah. da, 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 da. Game of the game of the year from my conversation, I don't think we have the game awards. It is I mean, not. It is not okay. exclusive. So the best gaming years, I was trying to think about this and without going, but you and I, I think our first year, second year of FTN, right? That was like 13. Yeah, that was The Last of Us, Bioshock, Infinite. And there was something else that year. I think there's always a Zelda game in the mix, it seems like. Uh, let's pop uh, it up really, really quickly. Grand Theft Auto V, Last of Us, Bioshock Infinite. Uh, yeah, those are probably the uh, oh, Black Flag came out too. Black Flag, yeah. Uh, those went oh, Arkham, Batman, Arkham Origins Arkham. came out, and then what? The next one would be what? Twenty eighteen or nineteen was really good. That's the Red Dead year, right? And that's like Red Dead and God of War. I think it was eighteen. Yeah, let me just pull up um what else may have come up with it is was that Gear solid five i don't think so think, no uh okay we have 
Red Dead 2, Spider-Man, God of War, mm-hmm. Smash Ultimate, Celeste, Shadow of the Colossus remake, uh, Forza Horizon 4. People love the uh, the Horizon franchise. Detroit Become Human, although it's not, I'm not saying that's like a, you know, game a memorable of, game from that year. It's memorable. Uh, Octopath Traveler was really big. Sea of Thieves, Return of the Obra Dinn. That's, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good year. So this year, now you have Tears of the Kingdom, which I still think is the favorite. Although, like, Baldur's Gate, I think just because of it surprising everybody, has a real chance to beat Tears of the Kingdom. It's one of those games that people talk a lot. Like, people are still talking about what they're encountering in this game. Mm -hmm. It was $90 and it's provided... Like and I and I mean this quite literally, hundreds of hours of entertainment for people mm-hmm. so far. Um, From what they thought that was what Starfield would be. And uh, I know it was like kind of an early access for years and years and years. They didn't have all these launch bugs like a lot of other games are having. Starfield. Yeah, and apparently, like the the player count for Starfield was just tanked mm-hmm. a month in or two months in now. Yeah. By, by the way, my favorite theme is when Donkey did the Spider-Man video and they did the Xbox exclusives. And literally seconds before Donkey said, I'm like, why the fuck is Redfall in this? And then Donkey <laughs> was like, why is Redfall in this? I laughed so hard because I saw it in the corner. I'm like, I'm like, wasn't isn't Redfall like as much as this year is like one of the best gaming years ever, it has like some legendary bad games this year with Redfall. Yes. With Gollum, uh, with what is it, the King Kong game? Oh boy, holy shit! We haven't even, we haven't even talked about that yet. Yes, like yes, there is, exactly. it is there is some legendarily bad games this year. And then, did you hear about the Gollum apology letter? Oh yeah, it was yeah, the, it was AI, they, right? They well, people suspect that is written by Chat GPT, which is just yeah. like icing on the cake to. And you know what? There's another. There's another like survival Lord of the Rings game. It's like you're a you're a, a dwarf like Gimli who's trying to like survive in the mines. So you're like crafting shit. It's like Minecraft. It's like a survival Minecraft game. Yeah. And that got like threes and fours out of ten for sure. Oh wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, the Lord of the Rings like who like I think they signed off, the the estate or whoever owns the rights just signed off on video games and then they got pumped the f out. Kind of like so. Star Wars. Well, exactly like Star Wars. But the Star Wars games are mostly good. They usually have a high level of polish. Yeah, yeah they're like, yeah. So, like this year, if I had to do five for game of the year, I would assume the nominees would be Tears of the Kingdom. Tell me if I'm yes. missing out on anything here. So, no. Tears of the Correct. Kingdom, Baldur's Gate. Correct. Spider-Man. Correct. Mario Wonder. Correct. And then Blank. Some people have had Mortal Kombat in there. I wouldn't. Armored Core. Some people have had Armor Core. Some people had Street Fighter into there. Jedi Survivor. Some people have had into it. Hogwarts. Some people have had into it. Oh, yeah. Hogwarts came out. uh, Yeah. You know what? The fifth one, the the fifth one is like kind of a dealer's choice, and I'm okay, relatively okay with that Metroid game, the... that was a remake, but still. Oh, Prime. 
Yeah. I'm relatively okay with any of the games that you mentioned as being like the fifth choice, knowing that it's like a thanks for, it's like a recognition award, not like necessarily like you're not going to win. The, and what's the big indie game this year? Uh, Chance of Sonar I played was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but there's no like Celeste type of indie game that bursted out the scene this year, right? No. Um, oh, we got no Pikmin 4. We got Pikmin 4. Uh, yeah. I mean, Diablo 4, but that was a pile of crap. Horizon, Call of the Mountain, Forgotten. Assassin's yeah. Creed Mirage, Forgotten. Yeah. Sea of Stars. I oh, guess oh, the, Bomb cyberpunk, the Cyberpunk Cyber DLC. Yes. Um, yes. Bomb Rush Cyberpunk came out. I hope I'm going to mm -hmm. play that for Christmas. Hi-Fi Rush. That was a pretty fun. That's a pretty cool game. I don't know if that cocoon that's the indie game because it's made by the guy who made uh i've inside. heard about that yeah i've heard about that i want to play that very badly that might yeah. be the end. oh lies of p yeah no, lies of p that that's the other one that's like the pinocchio dead uh dark souls pinocchio <laughs> so when the gaming awards come out if you had to pick right now i guess would you still say it's going to probably be tears of the kingdom or do you think because of what Baldur's gate did it has a chance now I'm leaning towards Baldur's Gate personally. I don't think I was that. I don't know if I gave that impression uh, last week, but I would be. I would take the edge on Baldur's Gate more so than Tears of the Kingdom. Not because of anything that Tears of the Kingdom did wrong, but you know, as I don't play a lot of games, but I love being part of the gaming community, and the reception of Baldur's Gate in the like in the online space. The, the waves that it was creating for weeks and weeks and weeks seemed to last longer than uh, the like the Tears of the Kingdom one. Like people people were happy that Zelda 2 came out, but it was expected. Kind of people said it was like a kind of clone of Breath of the Wild, kind of yeah. like what you're getting from Spidey right now. It was expected to be good. So it was kind of like you didn't let anybody down and you did a great job. Good for you. Um, but Baldur's Gate was like, you know, people play this for a long time in the alpha stage or early access. And then it was like, wait a second, like, it's even better than we thought it was going to be. That's crazy. So I think Baldur's Gate is going to have, it might take it this year. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and so as before I, now I talk about Spidey. From the outside, outside of just from stuff from me, what is the the stuff you've heard about Spider Man, whether it be positives or or criticisms? Uh, well, kind of like the video, like the the video game Donkey video. Everyone's just talking about how incredibly amazing it is as a as a first party AAA experience. Uh, the polish, the relative polish, the look. And then a lot of things that that comes out is like even the Mary Jane missions are fun. They are the Mary Jane <laughs> missions like, are great. And it was like, oh, okay, that's kind of yeah. Fun. I love cool. the Mary Jane stuff. Well, Good. Insomniac has done first-person shooters with Ratchet and Clank, so they're used to doing. It. I mean, the big conversation I've seen the last few days is: is this just what Insomniac's going to be now? Are they going to be the Marvel thing and not like make another Ratchet and Clank or the other games? They've been in the past because mm. Wolverine is next. And again, spoiler territory here. And Devin, you're totally cool with spoilers. I am consenting to my spoilers. Yes, that's fine. So we we have Easter eggs of Silk uh, coming into the story right now. 
Okay. And also Carnage. So cool. I'm w- wondering, you know, specifically more on the Silk side of the guy that's dating Miles's mom. His daughter is Silk. So I'm wondering if that's where we're going. And I think it's kind of cool that we have Silk because not as much as knowing about her. She's not in Spider-Verse at this point, right. at least, right? Everything's been about Gwen. And as far as the Insomniac developer said, there may not be Gwen in the series. They don't, in this, in Spider-Man 2 or DLC, they said there'll be no Ghost Spider, no Spider-Gwen, whatever you want to call her, which I'm disappointed at. I'd like to be able to have Ghost Spider. Number one, that's my niece's favorite hero. She just mm-hmm. dressed up as hers for Halloween. I'd like to be able to share that with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, would because by the time Spider Man three comes up, she will definitely be old enough to really get into the PS three. That level of kind of games will be perfect with Ghost Spider there. But I do like them bringing in someone like Silk that doesn't uh, have the fan base there. And I thought the the story that they had with uh, Cletus Cassidy was very unique and different than what we've had from the Cletus Cassidy character before. And it's part of the the side missions. I will say this Spider Man. My favorite thing was the side missions. The side missions were awesome. The story is great. Do not get me wrong. It was a great story. But these side missions were a lot of fun. Like, you know, the girlfriend reviews calls them the hold up a minute type of uh, thing. But yep. you, you want to you devolve into the side missions just as much as the main story. Like, it, it really does give you a benefit to complete the, like, they, they had like 15 hours to beat the core story. But this is a game. You've got to beat the whole game. You got to go and do all the little side missions because there's a story on top. There's a Mysterio thing where there's a really cool Mysterio story. So you got to finish all that. Um, there's a thing with the flame that does lead to Cletus Cassidy. So you got to do all that. There's this whole thing where you have to go to the hunters, what are Craven's henchmen, and go to all these bases because it leads to an Easter egg with the chameleon, which was really cool. Ooh. Okay. So it, it really does benefit you or behoove you to oh. do all of uh all of the missions yeah i find that i find games like this really interesting that people are like they just kind of brush through the main story and then they don't really care to kind of play a lot of the side stuff like i look i'm i'm a big achievement guy i love achievement hunting i love um, there, I definitely have a, a line for myself that I will not pass. Like if, if a game requires me to do something, that's just absolutely ridiculous. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give into as much as, you know, I'm not a video, I'm not a professional video game reviewer, but I, it's, it's really interesting looking at, uh, like achievement lists for like, you know, beat the story and it's like 30%. It's like, okay. Like sometimes it takes a long time to get the story. Some people try, don't like it whatever. And then it's like, oh, like. Uh, you know, completed this like the bird side mission. It's like four percent, and you're like, no, like was it that hard to find? And if the answer is no, then like, so people just don't do side missions in this game. So then they make it harder for themselves by not doing side missions, by not getting points to upgrade their skills and strength and stuff. Yeah, well, that that's what I I thought. The thing I benefited the most from the Venom and other fights is. Before, when stuff popped up, I learned my lesson from last year. I'm like, I am going to do these side missions and fight all the crimes because it helps you build up gear so you can be better in battles with everything. So I thought that benefited me a lot more, like particularly the Craven fight, which I would say was the toughest boss battle in the fight. I would say... Is he the final final boss? 
No, not even close. Okay, because you're gonna, you're going to describe the story to me anyways. So I'm just curious. I would say so. Here's my five toughest fights. Okay. Number number one is Craven. Number two is Scream. Okay. Who is the sim, is a symbiote that takes over Mary Jane for one second, and that now is this a is Scream a comic book accurate thing? Yeah, I always thought it was Siren. So maybe that's a Mandela effect for me. I swear, the the female symbiote's name was siren i swear it was siren i'm gonna look it up really quickly does that sound sound familiar to you i get really lost with the symbiote stuff after carnage if i'm being honest i i I thought it was carnage venom and siren i know there's one called scream but i swear the main one was called siren Uh... i'm glad you're looking it up because i mentioned the last 24 hours and i haven't been able to because I just keep on forgetting. But her name, you you thought it was Siren. But you screaming. thought it was Siren. But it's yeah, screaming. I don't I don't even know if Siren exists. Uh, Symbio Family Tree, maybe. I'll maybe. look up the Family Tree. Like there's there's a few different ones. Like there's like yeah, I've seen a couple. Okay, so we have like anti. So there's Venom, Anti Venom. There's Mania. There's Carnage. Scream is the name. Yeah. Lasher, Phage, Agony, Riot, Hybrid. Agony and Riot are big ones. I've heard of Toxin, Scorn, and Raze. It must be Scream. Um, I don't know why I thought it was Siren. Anyway, so yeah, the could be one of those things. It could be one of those things where like that was the name for like two episodes because of like. Yeah. The translation was really bad or something. I don't Could have know. Could have been, yeah. So Scream is number two. Uh, Wraith is number three. That Wraith fight pissed me off. Oh, Actually, right. No. That's... I, Mr. Negative is three. Mr. Negative oh, is back. three. Yes. Mr. Negative is three. The Wraith one pissed me off the most, but I'd probably say Venom is four than Wraith. The Venom so, fight, okay. I didn't find... I think I died one time from the Venom fight. Right. And I guess I should preface it saying I'm playing on the second hardest difficulty. Which is no slouch. Like, it's definitely not easy to play that difficulty. But Craven, I definitely died the most. So talk, talk to me a little bit about the story. Like, I, So I didn't play Miles Morales. I know that it's like, that's the focus. He's the focus of the second one, obviously. And like, Not the focus he- of this one. <laughs> No, but who this does, is who Peter, does, this is the Peter Parker story? But who does Miles fight in Miles Morales? Like that would that, Tinkerer. Is it the Tinkerer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and, and Prowler. Prowl that Prowler fight sucked. Because it was frustrating, or it was like it was a hard fight. And I, that's the thing about those two Spider-Man games. The one thing that frustrated me in this, and I know this is the theme with from software. But it's not the side like when you face like the infamous one in Sakura, right? Where the monkeys come back, put their heads on and everything like that. Yep. It's it's the cutscene and then we go again. Cutscene and then we go again. Cutscene and then we go again. Mm. And that really annoyed me because you know it's like kind of doing like and they are kind of more powerful, but I just kind of found it repetitiveness. And like I, I found like there was no strategy in it. Like I would I haven't played Sekiro. But even with God of War, right, there's a strategy to reapply and facing the bosses when they get better, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming in Sekiro, there's a different strategy you have to do with stuff. To me, there was Correct. no strategy. Like Scream, she can whip her hair and all that kind of stuff. And then Venom, 
at one point gets wings and can fly. But all you really got to do is build up your specials, spam the fuck out of them with your gadgets to like, you know, stun them, beat them up for yep. a bit, run away, swing around, swing around, swing around, get your gadgets back up, get your specials back up, hit them with that. Swing around, swing around. <laughs> you know, you you're kind of—I mean, you're describing every video game boss ever, right? Where you are pointed towards kind of using one or two moves, special moves per boss in that game. I still kind of look back at the Rat King as the ultimate boss fight I've ever had because every okay. single second was fucking tense for me. Like I felt tense, and even going back to what was it? It was Uncharted two or three. That fight in the in whatever with the the army dude that you had the face and he chased you around. That was a that was oh a hard that was an old thing. Yeah, that was a hard that one was... too. Uh, or even the the main boss in uh, Bioshock one. Not that the bosses and and even going back to Spider Man one, like the Rhino fight, I found really hard when Rhino and Scorpion. That was hard. the The Vulture fight was hard. I did find Spider-Man 1's combat more difficult and challenging at times, specifically okay. when you'd go to those warehouses and you had to take in all the goons there, right? Um, mm -hmm. Because in this, I think you have so many specials and so many gadgets, and then you have kind of like the rage out where you become like super symbiote or with Miles when you go like kind of crazy with your Venom. It's a lot easier to hit those tools and use those tools, and I figured that it was in Spider-Man or Miles. Oh, so you think it was easier to do, like, the cool powers than it was in the first game? Yeah, you could span them a lot more, and you relied on them a lot more. Like, you know, I, and I the, the dodge attacks, I feel it was easier, because half the time you just jump up in the air, web people in the air. If someone, like, did a machine gun or something, it's pretty easy to dodge it. And if you dodge those things at the right time, which is not that hard to do, then you gain stamina and you get your specials back faster. So it was, it was like a, it's like, it's like a forget, it's quite forgiving to, to get back to the point where you get to do cool things again. You can always do cool. I mean, and, and the story was cool. I mean, at one point you get the anti-venom suit, which is really rad. And um, what is the anti-venom suit? Like it's like, pretty, well, it's a mix of like the symbiote and Mr. Negative's energy. Cause Mr. Negative becomes a good guy. He redeems himself at the end. Does he die? No. He just goes to jail. Oh. Yeah. Whatever happened, Nobody... I, I kinda like I kinda like when guys turn, you know, I kinda like the Darth Vader aspect of things where it's like just be they redeem evil. themselves and they, they no, they redeem themselves and they die. Like Yeah. I don't really know. So we're just gonna sit in jail for him to break for him to like turn evil again, to like break out again, to like, you know. Nobody dies in this game, by the way. So there's a spoiler there. Nobody dies. Really? Nobody dies. Harry is kind of brain dead, I think. I'm not sure. Okay, can you just give me the story, like your two minute version of the story from the very beginning, so I like so we don't jump around too much here because I am sure. a little confused. Yeah, sure. Okay, more or less, you start off the game. Um, Peter is trying to find a job. Peter struggling with money. Peter ends up being Miles' substitute teacher, trying to be the head of the Vision School for Davies Professor. Sandman attacks. You don't know why Sandman's attacking because Marco is um, Marco is you know been clean and we know Sandman has a difficult past and like that. That's how the game opens, by the way. Okay. It is uh, completely uh, like a complete crazy first, like one of the best ways to just throw yourself into a game. It's it's wild. 
just that you throw yourself into a game like that. Awesome. Uh, anyway, so then they beat Sam. like, well, what's going on with Sandman? And more or less you find out Craven has came to New York and he is, he's sick of hunting everyone that he's hunted in the jungle where he is. He's here to hunt big game of all the villains in New York that face Spider-Man. Yep. And okay. so some of them, like he's influenced to get into their form. So that's why Connors becomes the lizard. And that's why Flint Marco is becoming Sandman again, because he's trying to fight all these villains, right? He ends up killing Scorpion. And I, so I guess Scorpion dies. Scorpion does die. I mean, uh, Scorpion's such a B character anyways. He rips his tail <laughs> off and stabs him with it. Cool. Yeah, and and Craven, I guess, does die too, because Venom kills him. But we'll get there in a second. Yes, please. Uh so, anyways, yeah. So Craven wants the big game hunt him. So, anyways, and then there uh in the meantime, Peter realizes sees that Harry's back, and Harry and him want to, you know, do this foundation together for their mom and Aunt May together and heal the world type of thing. Yep. And then Mary Jane, Peter, and um, Harry go to Coney Island. A bunch of the hunters, Craven's people, are there to attack and try to get uh, Tombstone, who's kind of been redeemed and is working the go-kart track as a as a mechanic. Like a carny? Yeah. And um, so they... Uh, the, the wheel, the Ferris wheel, the roller coaster is going to break down, and then Spider-Man Peter's about to get crushed by the uh the, the roller coaster, and then all of a sudden in comes Harry with the symbiote to save him. He's like, Oh shit, this is crazy. Like, I didn't know you had that. He's like, Yeah, I do. And anyway, so then they're trying to gain more information on Craven. Then you go to his base, you get a because they had uh kidnapped Kirk Connors. They're trying to stop him from making him the lizard again. That's yep. a Mary Jane mission for a little bit. And then they get in a big fight, you free Kirk Connors, and then Raven and his goons find you and it's a big fight uh in the middle of the fight peter gets stabbed and dies for a second because he right. was stabbed by craven uh the symbiote attaches to peter and re refurbishes him and makes him come back to life and um so then peter gets the symbiote so you go on and then obviously the same thing we've always kind of seen peter goes into madness and gets yeah. angry and thinks everyone's against him and that the symbiote is the best thing for him to save everybody and is a total dick blah 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 meanwhile without the symbiote harry is slowly dying because he needs the symbiote for the disease that he has was the same disease that killed his mother right which is the which was like the the tubes at the end of spider-man one right yeah yeah, yeah. um and notice how i'm not saying anything about miles because there's really no story from Miles at all <laughs> not really there's really no story for miles in this miles is there uh anyway he's so, like a tag along yeah so then peter goes and tracks down craven uh by the way during this time miles has been kidnapped by craven so that's why peter finally has enough and he's gonna go get craven because uh miles's mom yells at peter go save my boy blah 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 blah, blah. that's where you had the fight with mr negative and miles and that's kind of a whole side plot of because he killed miles's dad and so there's kind of a whole thing of Miles wanting revenge on Mr. Negative during this. That's kind of Miles' biggest story is figuring out to not have revenge and be a hero. Anyway, so Peter fights Craven. He's about to kill Craven. Miles says, that's not you. That's not what you would do. So then you have a battle with uh, Miles versus Symbiote Peter that goes fucking four rounds. Really? And then you, yes. Oh, my God. 
And then so you win that symbiotes off of Peter. Um, and then they're going to go and destroy it. That they take you to the lab. It gets out. It attaches itself to Harry. And you, Harry before was just kind of like, he kind of looked like Agent Venom almost. He didn't, he wasn't Venom. He just like, it was basic and whatever. Like the, the symbiote didn't entirely take him over. He just kind of looked okay. like Agent Venom and it was whatever. But because he got a taste of Peter and Spider-Man, the symbiote evolved a little bit more, right? Like it um, wanted more powers? Wanted or? more, which I is kind like... of the story with like Eddie Brock, right? Like it, it was whatever, but then it learned more and connected more, right? Uh, so this this time when it connects to Harry, then you become Venom, and then you have probably one of the most fun twenty minutes in video game history, where you become Venom and you break through halls and you throw people and eat their heads and it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty great, pretty great. Where you just get to be and you know that you know it's funny like I think we all remember moments in video games where you get to play as like the strongest character in the game and you're like oh like why like in force unleashed one you play as vader and you just have like unlimited force stamina so you're just like throwing wookies all over the place and like no one can even come within 50 feet of you and you kind of think to yourself like why can't that be the game yep so the best the best part was just killing people as Venom. Yep. Uh, so then, yeah, Venom rides uh, crazy into the city, and then um, you fight Craven because Craven comes back. It's a real fight. You kill Craven. By the way, Craven's doing this all because he wants one last great final battle. Um, because he's about to die. I believe he has cancer. So he wants to kind of go out on his sword with one last great final battle. Venom okay. kills him. Venom starts infecting the whole city. So civilians are getting infected by the symbiote as well. Okay. And I guess before this, uh, and then during this too, that's when Venom attacks the house and that's when he turns Mary Jane into Scream and you have that whole battle on top of things anyways. Yada, 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 yada. Uh, there's like a stone that's initially attached that brings the symbiote to Earth. That when it crashed, right, and Venom a yep. symbiote came yep. from that. Yep. So like we got to destroy this stone in the super collider, and that's the way we're going to be able to defeat Venom. So one Mary Jane mission later, and then uh, Peter fight with uh, Venom on a football field, and then in the in the where the super collider is with Miles, you defeat Venom. Harry doesn't die. But because he was detached from the host and the host saving him, he kind of goes brain dead more or less. He has life functions, but he isn't alive. Okay. And then um, the game ends there with um, Norman, number one, saying, go get the G serum ready. I think we can assume what G stands for in that. Uh, Hold on a second. What would the G serum be? Goblin. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Uh, so, and then he visits um, Doc Ock in prison where Doc Ock kind of just says, like, I'm glad your son is dying, more or less, because he hates Norman that much. And Doc Ock is writing some book, and Norman's like, what are you writing? He's like, the final chapter. So I don't know if that's, like, the final chapter for Spider-Man, or if 
that's like the final chapter for the Insomniac Spider-Man games. Mm. I'm not exactly sure. Also during this, uh, Peter, have another scene of Peter showing that he's going to start the May Foundation on his own and kind of hints to Miles that he kind of wants to retire as being Spider-Man for a bit. And Miles is like, that's cool. I got the city. I can handle this. So you're kind of hinting that Peter's going to retire a little bit. And then right. uh, the, the very last scene is the one I told you about where Silk kind of gets revealed of being Cindy. And then I guess for the Cletus Cassidy thing, there's this thing called the flame. They're burning up the city and they have this crazy cult leader and then Wraith wants to kill him consistently. And then the very last battle you have, it's with Wraith and Peter together. They're taking down the flame, but then a car crashes on Peter and Wraith has a choice to kill the cult leader or to save Peter. And she ultimately saves Peter. Uh, and then she's like, he has a bunch of aliases, but the one he's known most for is Cletus Cassidy. He's like, oh shit, this guy's got a symbiote and it turned nice. red and he's Cletus Cassidy. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So what are your predictions for? I think we're going a little Donkey Kong Country 2 on this. I think it's going to be Miles and Silk in the next game. I think that would Silk seem might to make... I think Silk will get a DLC, kind of like what Miles had, or like a separate game for just Silk. Now, have they said anything about, is there going to be DLCs for this game or anything like that? There is, yeah. And and, and people, I mean, people have done it. Like, people have found like this secret uh, unfinished uh, building okay. in it, and it looks like it's the hand. And there's been a bunch of weird Daredevil stuff. The Fantastic Four thing I found I saw I showed you I found that like a day before anybody went crazy on the internet. I'm pretty nice. excited about myself. I did the Howard Bird mission before it blew up. Yeah, uh, that I told you about last week, and then I found the Fantastic Four thing before anyone started going crazy about it. So you're kind of like I would just because get... I was just like just you know, I just put a podcast on and just swung around. I'm like I'm not going to have this game much longer because I'm going to sell it. Yeah. Because uh, I might as well make 40 bucks back. And then when it's on a good sale, like with the DLC, I will wait to see how much DLC there is. Kind of like with the last one, you found there was three pieces. So I'm like, I'll just play all the DLC together. Yeah, I thought about that too. Like, I think I owned, or I think I was borrowing the copy that you gave to me yeah. or whatever it was around the time of the first DLC. And then I was like, but the first DLC was like $26 or something. And I was like, I'm not paying 26 bucks for a game. I'm going to give back to Josh in like three days. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was kind of one of those things where like, if the timing was right, like if I had played it like a year later, I would have, I would definitely would have played all the DLCs, but. Uh, Absolutely. They were good. The, the, the. The Hammerhead boss, he's one of the hardy, hardest ones I've ever faced. If I did a list, Hammerhead would definitely be up there. Dang. Yeah. And then there was like a lot of stuff with like Black Cat. Like, yeah, like Black Fusha Cat's hardy. in this and there's uh, she goes to Paris with her partner who lives there. And then you have, I told you last, you kind of have like this stick that you can go places and Miles like, I want to go where Mr. Negative is and it disappears. And then it's like, sorry, we needed this back. Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, and th like they said, there's, there's the, that, the Sanctum's already in it. Then there was that. There's a Wakanda embassy in it. Okay. Uh, Miles has. I think that was in the first one because they it had was, a, they yeah. had a thing for Chadwick, right? They did. Uh, Miles yeah. has a more or less a Black Panther suit. 
And the one I use the most, he has more or less a Wolverine suit. Oh, what? Which is pretty much the suit I use for him the entire game. Um, then obviously uh, Daredevil stuff has been teased quite a bit. So, um, and then that Fantastic Four thing I saw at the top of the building. I'm not. I should have checked more if that was the Baxter Building or not, and how close in normal style stuff the Avengers Building and the Baxter Building are to each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, and if this is where Insomniac's going, cool. I mean, they are definitely good at it. And, uh, you know, this game, it lived up to the hype. It was worth the $90 for it. Like I a hundred percent got my money's worth with it. I wish, you know, I, some ways, you know, you talked about Boulder's gates and even I look back at the game, like red dead and even last of us, I do wish I had more in it. Like it's I'm done. Like yeah. I've done all the side missions. I, there's nothing left to do in it now. Like, and I, I'm not one, like people like, well, I've replayed it. This is my third time. I, I don't get replaying a game. And like, like that, that immediately afterwards. And I think you and I talked about that. There's only like four games I've ever replayed. The original Bioshock, Uncharted 2, Uncharted 4, and obviously Mario's. Mm-hmm. But like when I say replay, I've done like level one one on Mario one or Mario World like a million bajillion times, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I know what you're saying. Um, but yeah, as far as newer age AAA games, I've never gone back and replayed. What about you? No, well, we really. talked about last. I talked about last week, like especially when I when you consider the idea of like trophies or or final game stuff or like secret endings like I kind of do it all at once when I'm in the middle of the when I I have the momentum and I have all the skills in the game uh so like I haven't replayed I haven't replayed Last of Us I haven't replayed Last of Us 2 I haven't replayed Ghost of Tsushima I haven't replayed God of War but I also have done it all. So yeah, you're a platinum person too. I am. And even just with the way that my purchasing has been going, having these less expensive or oftentimes on sale indie games to keep me going. Like I haven't finished hotline. My I finished hotline Miami two minus working my way through the hard version of the game. Because I started, I bought this Unmetal game for $6, which is a ripoff or it's a homage or a really funny parody of Metal Gear Solid from yeah, the, the original Metal Gear Solids. And that's the kind of game that I'm not going to have to replay because I'm going to I'm gonna platinum all the trophies. It's kind of just like an experience to play, you know, an old school style of stealth action game. I'll go back to Hotline Miami 2, finish that off. And then, like, I have Guacamelee 2 that I bought yeah, for good things about that. specifically for Christmas that I got in like February because I wanted to play it because you can play couch co-op with it with my family over Christmas time. So, and then I'd like, I, I actually have been following this PS deals app. I don't know if you've ever looked at it. Basically bit. it's a, it's a website, but basically it just tracks how, how prices go up and down. And I just have, like, don't get me wrong, I have God of War Ragnarok on here and Ghostwire Tokyo and Armored Core, but like they're not going on sale for any stretch of time for, for a really long time. But, you know, the Talos principle, 
which was a really it's a really really cool puzzle game where the sequel just came out is as cheap as three dollars and 99 cents josh like for a full game a full game that's an 88 on metacritic so i might as well just wait for these to go on sale buy it for 3.99 5.99 6.99 and then just keep moving so smart man i i love triple a games but i think about the amount of the amount of hours i get out of a triple a game like and there's there's very few example counterpoints like i put 200 hours into metal gear solid 5 i probably put 100 hours into red dead redemption 2 and then outside of that i basically get 40 to about 40 hours these triple a games like horizon zero dawn and god of war yeah, and stuff dude, like that it's it i wouldn't say jedi survivor is my game of the year spider-man is a better overall game but i did get more at a jedi survivor yeah i'm just kind of wondering like I kind of think of it in terms of like dollars per hour, almost yeah. like. And if I'm going to play a game for yeah, forty Mortal hours, Mortal Kombat was not that. Mortal Kombat, yeah, it's, it's eighty bucks. You get forty hours. Is it worth two dollars an hour for me? In some cases, of course, the answer is yes. But um, like Spider Man, it probably it was worth the ninety. It was worth the ninety. Spider Man is close to me. It is really, really on the edge. However, I didn't play Miles Morales because that was like kind of like one of the first games for PS Five, right? I know you yeah. could play it on PS Four, but Let's be real. You want to play it on PS5. Um, yeah. And just because I don't have that console yet, I haven't played it. So there will be, I, I can almost guarantee you there will be a day when I get the new console that I will play Miles Morales because it'll go on sale for 20 oh, bucks. That's fun too. I, I, I wouldn't mind replaying that on PS5 because I did play it on PS4. I will say like, man, the PS5 is such a great system. Holy shit. Just the transitions... I yeah. love this controller. This is probably one of my favorite controllers I've ever had. It may be my favorite control. I love the PS5 controller. It is awesome. I only hear really good things about it. Um, I got a buddy who goes through the sticks because he's a Call of Duty demon. So mm. he recently just bought the Edge because you can swap the sticks out for 20 bucks. Yeah. And it's like, damn, that's actually a pretty good idea. Like I haven't, I, I, I fortunately haven't gone through a controller yet even my original crappy PS4 once, but seems like it seems like a good idea. Um, so my final thing on Spider-Man, I will give it an 8.5. And yes, it does make you feel like Spider-Man. That was the exact ending of the IGN review. I know, too. that's why. <laughs> I, I thought that was perfect. But it does, it does. Uh, yeah, it was great. It lived up to all the hype. I am ready for the exactly. third one. I'm ready for Wolverine. Like, I, I love being in this. You know, I mean, I am. I'm upset. I think the the key of a good game when Mortal Kombat was done, I was just more mad that it was just done, and I was like, oh, I kind of feel like I got ripped off because that was only you like wanted five more. hours. I wanted yeah. like with Spider Man, I I want more, but I'm also like, oh, like I'm jonesing to have more. But Mortal Kombat was done. I'm like, okay, I do want more, but eh, whatever. That's a that that leads to a really interesting question that I guess I'll ask you. Uh, you said something really. You said something that was awesome. That Spider-Man lived up to the hype. Yes. And for some people, like the hype train is so real that if you don't exceed the hype, you're actually not worth. Like you're not. You didn't do a good enough job. 
And no, well, you you have to make you feel like I, with Force Unleashed, you had to make you feel like a gray Jedi, and they did that, made you feel like a gray Jedi. And this, they had to make you feel like the symbiote, right? Of how it feels oh, to sure. be in the head, and they and they achieved that. That's the idea of gaming. You are being in these other people's shoes and controlling the situation. But what I, what I mean this is, I think some people. I mean, there was a lot of like politics that had kind of gone into this game too that like you hear a couple of the bad reviews being like it's woke and you're playing as mary jane and shit really? like that which oh, yeah i don't think anything uh, about this was woke i think it was pretty basic but whatever. no there well there were some people who were like talking about mary jane's appearance because she was based out off the actual actress who played her yeah and people were like saying pretty derogatory things well because you know who devin do you know who the actress uh, yes yeah, so, yeah it's, it's the person who played laura bailey laura bailey um, but what I mean to say is like, I already know the expectations for this game were very, very high and that they were met. Yeah. But there's also a subgroup of people who were like, and I saw this a lot too, with actually a little bit of Mortal Kombat where people were starting to complain about, they're like, I played this game for a week straight. I put like 75 hours into Mortal Kombat one, I guess I should call it. Mortal Kombat 1. I'm really disappointed with the end game content. And people were like, you played a whole month's worth of gaming in a week, and then you're complaining about the lack of content. Really weird. It's a really weird argument. Um I thought Jermaine Jermaine hit perfectly with more. It's what I said. Is Jermaine said, like, if you don't like online with Mortal Kombat, what's the point of buying the game for full price? Unless you are absolutely Die hard yeah. Mortal Kombat fan for the story, like I am, right? Mm -hmm. Like, in, unless you're doing that, why are you getting Mortal Kombat? Unless you're an absolute gonna do online, or you're like, an, I mean, if you're into Evo, you're you're probably getting a copy of the game for free. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're a legit fighting streamer, yeah, you're not paying for it. No, but what I mean is what, sending you a copy. But what I mean to say is, I think people's expectations aboard the hype train are kind of weird. Where like, even though it delivered on everything, people were kind of like. Like they uh, they expected to be like blown away when they were like just really really impressed, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, so, where does it begin or end in that scenario? I I would suggest anyone that you know saw the the trailer and everything was like, oh, I want to do that, and I want to do that. Yeah, it it lives up to it. And I and again, it's hard to do that because Mortal Kombat, love Mortal Kombat, and I would say it was fun. The hype was fine. It was it was fun. Right. I I didn't like, but this like being the symbiote, being Miles, you know, even exceeding the Mary Jane stuff and the story it was all there. Yeah, I was a little annoyed at times as the boss battles dragged on a little bit. Um, but in hindsight, you look at the progression of the story and everything like that, and I get it, and they were great. Uh, and you know, some of them were challenging, like the Craven one. And I and I thought it was funny because the one I anticipated the, being the hardest was Craven. I always thought that was going to be the hardest, and it was. Right. Do you um, think? So would you okay? So you know how some games are like, they're they're famous because of the boss battles. Some are famous for the open world. Some are famous yeah. for the stealth, like in Arkham. Um, what what do you you can only choose one? What is Spider-Man's biggest strength? Story. Is a, is it, so it's a story game that you're you're buying it for the story. You're not buying it for like the boss battles per se. No, I thought that was more in Spider-Man One. I thought the combat, I thought the story was good in that, but I thought the comp, the new way wave of combat and the swinging 
were the strong point of that. Traversal. Traversal seemed to be the yeah. selling point of the original, for sure. And this one, I think the big one is the story. But it's also, I think it's so easy to pick this up and, you know, play this game. It does a really, it, at times, you know, be like, hey, you should push this button because this will do this right now. It, it does a very good job of guiding gamers along of things to do to help them, which I think is a, is a strength for it too, because there is not a lot of, you know, for all the Twitch people we have and hardcore gamers, there's not a lot of people that want to play this game in ultimate people just want to like have a good time swing around and see the story. The word that I see a lot in gaming lately, and I, I don't, we'll talk about cozy games separately but it's the idea it's almost like a pushback on the whole from software demon souls kind of games where it's like people want to not be frustrated playing games anymore and if spider-man on whatever difficulty you choose is frustrating you that like really sets the game back for a game that like really highlights you fighting comic book villains and swinging around the city of new york yeah, I found survivor boss battles way harder. Way right. harder. Like those those boss battles, like I was like, I gotta get this, this, and this. I, you know, even though like I lost a few times to Craven or I lost to Scream or Mr. Negative, I, I think I lost to Venom once. I was never like, I'm like, I'm gonna beat them tonight. Like there was never the thought, like when I did my Darth Vader battle, right? I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to beat this tonight. Like I'm gonna have to go to bed. And I hate. I hate mm. going to bed when you didn't beat that boss because it drives you fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, we all know that feeling. That's why, like, sometimes I would just do side missions at night. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to get in the story and have to face a boss. And then it's going to frustrate me that it's, like, 1130, 12 o'clock at night. And I was playing Spider-Man up to, to 2 or 3 o'clock most nights. Um, and I just didn't want to get into that that sense of like, oh, I just faced this boss and I got to go to bed and I'm so amped up because I that happened with Jedi Survivor a few times. Well, you know what? I mean, now that you've played like a you've played a, a few of these open world action games, like go, yeah, I know you played a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima as yeah. well. That's tough. I'm do not bosses in that? Do all the side missions until it does not let you do any more because a lot of games are programmed that way now. Yeah. That is the way to tell you that, like, you need to go do some story now. That you are strong enough for the story. Yeah. When you when you leave, and I I know it's not very fun to kind of be forced to do side missions sometimes. Um, it seems like the ones in Spider Man are are really really well done. So They're I really applaud great. them for that. Yeah. Um, two of the most emotional like, side missions you ever do. Right. Kind of like what I said a couple of minutes ago, where it's like, why would you make the game harder for yourself? on the difficulty you chose just by not doing side missions and not like upgrading your character. Yeah. I think people got to know their. I think that's a great point Dev. like, you got to know your own difficulty. Like I, I will know you are a better gamer than I am. So I would expect you to be at a harder difficulty than I am. Cause I know you're better at games than I am particularly. Um, but you know, I've always adjusted myself. I want a challenge. I don't want it to be baby mm-hmm. shit. So that's why like the donkey did a really good job on his difficulty video um like the second hardest is always the one i've gone to madden yeah this like because i always find it's like i and i think it is for the casual level gamer that i am where i am casual but still a pretty good veteran gamer you're good good. yeah where and i could probably do stuff on ultimates i probably could 
Um, but like, you know, like you said, it's going to lead to frustration and stuff like that. And it's not, it's going to probably take some enjoyment away from me. Why would I want to do that to myself? So I'd rather go on the, on the level that I went on, which is second hardest, still really challenging battles. And I mean, I, I have done a cheat quote unquote at times where like in that Darth Vader battle, for example, I put it down to the easiest for a second, right? And I didn't beat Vader, but I used it to be like, okay, he's kicking my ass and I can't even hit him right now where I am. Yeah. So I'm going to go in the easiest level and you tell me if this is cheating or not, but I want to kind of take it back and just kind of focus on how do you beat him when it is hard to kind of like, uh, cause it kind of slows the game yeah. down a little bit for you. Be like, yeah. okay, I got to do that. And I got to do that. And I got to do that. Yeah. I'm going to take more damage, but now, okay. now I have a better idea. Cause it was just going blah, 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 blah. And I couldn't see what it was going on because it was going so fast. Now the game slowed yeah. down for me a little bit. Now I can take it in. And even after doing that, it still took me an hour to beat Vader in that Jedi Survivor fight. You were you were getting like a feel for the rhythm of the fight. Yeah, I never beat him on that level, but I just wanted so, to get a feel, like you said. Yeah, so it's not a hard and fast rule, but if the game designers allow you to do something, it's not cheating. Yeah. Even it, even if it's dropping down to difficulty level, which it seems to be, it seems to be way more common now in action games than it must be this last generation than it has been previously. It must be in it must be in relation to how difficult these Demon Souls games are. If the game designers allow you to drop down the level and then go back up whenever you feel like it, and you get to feel accomplished, I don't care if you fight every boss on easy and you fight the rest of the game on Jedi Master difficulty. I really it, it that's that's amazing because that's that's an accessibility for you that's like that that lowers barriers for people to make them want to play games or makes them want to play more games like that um now granted like the other counterpoint is like let's say for example you i'm talking about josh really wanted to play bloodborne or demon souls well there is no difficulty levels so the fact that you can't change it according to your liking and the only, quite literally, the only uh, advice people have for you is to get good. Yeah. It is, it, it, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work with, with you, with you as a type of person, um, yeah. which is, fr- I, that's the, that's the one part of that thing that's very frustrating. Um, Cause there are people like myself who can like, I find, enjoyment in the challenge and we'll just keep grinding until i get it and then i just like it to move on from it but yeah, i do want to have a game like that um but you know that's why i still i mean i i and i might go back and do spider-man on ultimate but like i said i especially right now with the gaming stuff like i gotta finish wonder then we got rpg coming up i know sekiro's never... actually like that sekiro's a Se- nice blend of sekiro's yeah. um people call jedi like the Star Wars version of Sekiro instead of like instead of uh Dark Souls. That makes sense. Um so yeah, I I give Spider-Man 8.5. Like I said, I'm I'm about to re I've only done the first level of Wonder, so I'm about to go to Wonder now and then uh it'll be RPG time. Now are you playing Wonder with the purpose of like you want to beat it as fast as you can? Are you gonna take your time with it and just take kind of play time. it casually? Take my time, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not any rush to necessarily find out the story per se, but you want like to see I, like I the wonder stars. Uh, I listened to uh, 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 Pod talking about Mario and for the Spider-Man one, like, hey, yeah, spoilers are going to be at this point when we talk about the game. And with Wonder, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. 
<laughs> they're like i don't even know how he was spoiled you know mario and bowser so yeah we'll we'll go from there and then so here here's a few other games that are coming uh i'm just gonna go with the big time names uh because this will probably be our last electronic enhancement of the year unless something absolutely crazy happens and whatnot um but so uh in january the big one will be tekken 8 which uh yep. that'll be obviously a very big deal uh persona 3 reload uh in february and then this is tentative february 2nd and a game man this was one of the reasons i wanted to get a ps5 was this game oh and holy fuck it's a disaster and i will wait and this no matter what i will not buy this day one but i will wait and see what it is which is suicide suicide squad kill the justice league i was so excited oh. to get one of my main games for ps5 but then what it turned into was like no, and this is Kevin. I think it's Kevin Conroy's last time playing Batman. You might be correct. So unless there's we'll, like an animated thing floating around there, I think yeah. you're correct. So we'll see if they change the game, and it's by the people that did Arkham. Uh, it's in that world. Yes, but as oftentimes the allure of the games as a service has reared its ugly head yeah i mean even like you know we'll have to go we'd have to go back to the battlefront 2 debacle where the that that let's play of suicide squad a couple months ago got roasted yeah really 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 poorly and the weird thing is is like I know that they're trying their best to kind of retool things. And I think WB Montreal, I think is who makes Arkham or, well, it's Rocksteady, but I think it's now rebranded as WB. Um, I don't know how you change the game that much in just a matter of months to take away, like, because that shooting all that purple stuff was like a core mechanic, right? It was, yeah. How do you even redo all that? Yeah, it was like, Like, are you just going to, you you change the purple people to Joker hoodlums or something, and then like Brainiac. That's it. Brainiac hoodlums. Yeah, like now, no one's no one's even said anything about the story because how you know how do you really know, right? Um, do you do you think we'll see a new trailer for it at the gaming awards? Oh, I can't imagine. I. That's a really good question because so obviously the reputation, the reputation of the game is, is poor, right? Yes. Yes. But what does a gaming trailer, which is usually story cinematic involved. The trailers were good before the let's play. You have to show yes. the gameplay. No one gives a fuck. If you, that's what I was going to flash and with, you know, Superman like, okay, this looks cool. That's dope. No one gives a shit if they like they show Wonder Woman or you know Cyborg or something like that. It's okay. Well, I, that's great. That trailer was cool. I need to see yes. the gameplay. That's what I'm. And, that's what I need to know now. And this is the Suicide Squad trailer was cool. Yeah. Um. But how often? Do, it's kind of like how often are you going to get gameplay trailers at the Game Awards? Like, unless Jeff was like, was like, and now we have like a special gameplay thing that's like not really like a not really a commercial but more of like a part of the show yeah it, it's, it's interesting because i was so anticipated with that and i was thinking for a pod we're having a little bit here doing my most anticipated trailers for the video game awards 
And the ones I'm most anticipated for is that Ken Levine game, which I'm forgetting the name of it right now, but that game is high on my list. Um, and then, um, and then Star Wars Eclipse, if that oh. is still happening. We don't even know what kind of game it is, let alone no. like. We've seen the one trailer two years ago. Oh, it's so beautiful. Like, I just, I, I, I can't believe that Star Wars just doesn't make. I think we'll probably get an, uh, an Outworld trailer, probably. Star Wars Outworld will probably get a trailer. Oh, yeah. Well, we did get that long. We got that like 10, uh, 10 yeah. minute gameplay one, right? Yeah. And I will buy that day one. See, that was kind of, to me, that, and that's where it was like, I'm so incredibly interested in this like setting. But it's the same shit. In Star Wars. But it's just Uncharted with lasers. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the Ken Levine game. Is it Judas? Thank you. Yeah. That's the Ken Levine game. Man. Yeah. If I can get a confirmation date for our most anticipated, which is going to be a clusterfuck this year. I have no idea how we even. I, I don't know. I think we may just not. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, Metal Gear uh, Solid so, Delta. Oh, that's yeah, gonna be good. I think it's gonna be a lot of games. It's gonna be a lot of games. Uh, so February sixteenth, uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong. I'm a hundred percent buying that. That looks amazing. I don't think I saw it. Okay, well, we'll maybe look at the trailer after. Uh, Destiny Two: The Final Shape. Uh, Star Wars: Dark Forces Remastered. I will be getting that as well. Um, and then it's kind of just a lot of TV, TBA stuff. Yeah. Baby Steps, the... which I think will be the big, uh, the big kind of indie game. That's from, um, the guy that did the, um, the Cauldron game. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The, the original donkey video. The original donkey video. Yeah. Uh, there's that Call of Duty, uh, Warzone mobile, which I'm sure will be a big deal. Call of Duty isn't like it's weird. I think people are hyped for Modern Warfare 3, but at the same time, I don't think they are. Like, are you gonna be is there a free to play for online for that dev? You well, there's a beta, and yeah. the multiplayer stuff is actually really well received. Um, Warzone looks friggin' bonkers, but it's mm-hmm. a matter of can you recapture the attention that it used to have, right? Um yeah. Although as someone who plays, who just played Call of Duty today and last yesterday, for example, um, my friends and I are very excited for the new Warzone, but we don't, we couldn't care less about the actual story yeah. of Warzone or of or Modern Warfare 3. We don't care about buying it. We just want to play Warzone. Uh, speaking about Battle Royals, people are excited about, this will be our last story here. Um, people are even ready to go back in the battle bus, Dev. The original Fortnite map is i mean i believe on the east coast it's out as we're doing this pod right now i saw something that tilted towers was back but i didn't realize the whole friggin' map is back that's kind of cool yeah. yeah pretty rad happy for people that you know i know for a lot of people like you know for us and the games that we grew up with we know like with mario or nba jam or nfl blitz and whatnot like for a lot of kids whole generation like this was like their impact game that meant a lot to them and it was a cultural phenomenon for them and they're going to look back on real foundness so i'm happy for those people that prime Fortnite was everything for them and that they get the chance to relive it now at a different age um Mm -hmm. and you know and for the company Fortnite, i mean they don't really need the business but i'm sure the servers are going to be crazier than they've been in a long time 
Yeah, you, yeah, that's a really, that's a probably another interesting video game podcast when we don't have any TV shows to talk about is yeah. the, it's really, it, it's a really fine line between riding the wave of success with the original, the original Warzone map, the original uh, Fortnite map. But then also when people get, like when people have played it too much, then you have to make adjustments, right? And then you lose people, and then you gain some people, and then you lose some people, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, should they have just kept the original map this whole time? Yeah, that's the question. Right? Like, that's a, that's a really weird thing to think about. Because like, the answer is with no. different characters and all that kind of stuff, right? I mean, it's just, it's a nostalgia buy, or not buy, I guess, but a nostalgia uh point for kind people of. to jump back into it and like in, in a few weeks like hey we got D- I don't if they don't if they have this already forgive me but we got DLC of Omni-Man and Invincible right right I don't think like they we, do we, but we, they don't but the Omni-Man trailer for Mortal Kombat by the way was amazing is that is, I think I've seen this trailer before is this the one where he grabs the guy and he holds him through the subway yeah it's cool yeah it's ridiculous that's that is really cool but um, i don't need i don't need to until they do a dlc story mode i won't get mortal Kombat again now it makes me kind of want to watch invincible 2 which we will be reviewing I'm, that next week i believe yeah it comes out on the third i think it comes out tomorrow it's out it's out right now oh right now okay we have the like, Gen I'm, finale and we have the invincible finale right now but this is about video games today i am I'm invested into Invincible, even if I don't know if I'm interested in Invincible. You know what I mean? Like the whole time we reviewed it, I was kind of like, man, like I don't really know. Like, you know, one half of the, I don't really care about the half of the story where he's like a teenager, um, which is why I'm like kind of out on it. But at the same time, like I think the show's well done. Mm-hmm. It is. Like I have no, I have no really like I have no criticisms about the decisions they've made in the in the story. I just like don't really care about his problems as a teenager. But yeah. I'm generally speaking, don't really want to watch things where teenagers are responsible for making adult decisions and then fuck everything up and then cause the, the whole show, the whole plot of the show to move forward because we should not trust kids with decisions. Yeah. Which is kind of like the basic of it's the basis of like every family teen movie ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, but I just think a lot of it can be fixed with like if they just had a parent there, none of this would have ever happened. <laughs> Unfortunately, his parent, his dad is Omni Man. And that's, I am, I, I really like that dynamic. I like the dynamic between Invincible and Omni Man. Honestly, I just don't really care who he dates. Yeah um so there we go uh for electronic the, like i said when the game awards come out, yeah, when, the, when the gaming awards come out oh. we'll probably talk a little because this is such a good game year i do think that one you just i i do think 13 is better but this is still a pretty good one i'm gonna do a really really quick google search of just the best, best video, video game, game year i think 94 94 is whether we do music or games 94 always seems to be one 99 97 
97 would be good. What's 97? Uh, okay, so I'm just going to scroll. That's NHL 98, which is one of my favorite NHLs. That is, I think that's that, that's NBA, NBA Live 98. Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, 2000, so according to denofgeek.com, mm-hmm. 04. Okay. Because you had Halo 2. Yes. Half-Life 2. Wow. Metroid Prime 2. Okay. Metal Gear Solid 3. World of Warcraft, GTA, and then Knights of the Old Republic 2. Wow. That's a very, that's. And that would have been Madden 05, which, or would that have been, yeah, that would have been Madden 05 or 04, either way, because 04 is the Vic Madden, and then 05 is the Ray Lewis one when they introduced the hit stick for the first time. And if that's NBA Live 5, that's the one with Mello where they introduced the dunk contest. Oh, that was fun. Okay, so the second best year of all time is 1998. You have Metal Gear Solid, Half-Life, Ocarina of Time, Fallout 2, Resident Evil 2, StarCraft. Wow. 2007 is number three. It's Bioshock. You have Portal, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which is the best. Uh, Halo 3, uh, World of Warcraft Burning Crusade. I think that's just an add-on thing. Rock Band, Super Mario Galaxy. Oh. Uh, what else? Is oh, yeah. Bioshock Bio- out that year? Yeah. Bioshock, Assassin's Creed, Uncharted, Crisis, Mass okay. Effect. I'm calling it. <laughs> that, it's 07. It's 07. It's that's 07. That's dumb. That's a dumb. That's really, really dumb. Yeah, it's 07. Okay, so here we go. Uh, so going back to this best year ever 2004 i'm going to quote this um well what if i told you that all of those games were actually released in the same month november 2004 what a year in a year where the conversation should have been dominated by arguably the best month in video game history we still got chronicles of riddick ninja gaiden rome total war burnout three ESPN NFL 2K5, The Sims yeah. 2, Far Cry. Burnout was really that's a game I have not played forever. Burnout was awesome. Burnout I had my PS. In, I had my PS. Burnout is in a desperate, desperate need of a reboot. Cause I think, especially with the like the particle physics and the way that video games yeah. look now, a crashing a like it was really, really fun to crash those cars, right? But just like what you'd be able to see nowadays with the detail would be probably mind-blowing shouts to uh, adam at uh at uh the festival uh the film festival talked to us he played the f099 and said how fun that was and i've mm. seen a few videos online it looks super fun yes exactly some of these party games like i think that's a great way like i played a little bit of f0 in my time but not enough to be like that was my game yeah but I don't really know who that's for anymore. Like, I almost feel like F Zero, the game play is kind of too old now. But making it a party game seems like a great idea, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you speak of party games, Jackbox 10 just came out. It did not get very good reviews. Well, it's because of the pandemic, right? You're not making yeah. dumb jokes with you and your friends on, on Discords or Zooms and then yeah. drinking. So. <laughs> Well, apparently you could, uh, people really thought it was back with Jackbox 9. Really? Yeah. 
I wish I, I, you know, I've, I kind of fell off the wagon with the Jackbox games. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I, we did a lot of those during the pandemic though. A lot. Oh, some of them were, yeah. Some of them were great. And you know what the, the, the sad part was, is you ended up playing it so much that you're like, oh, you knew which, like, you knew what the best mini games were. Yeah. The t-shirt and was, so, t-shirt, t-shirt was all timer. T-shirt is like, that should just almost just be a, just a game in general. Like you shouldn't even like Jackbox. Have, like uh, there was a few that were just like by themselves t-shirt one should have been by itself well it should just be a game you should just type into your browser or whatever like it should just be i don't know it shouldn't yeah. be really associated with jack it should be like part of jackbox don't get me wrong but like you should be able to just play that with your friends at for a party and not have to worry about like playing other mini games yeah all right we're gonna wrap it up right here uh thanks everyone for tuning in uh andy kenyara myself if you're looking for the loki uh season five recap the gen v season finale recap we got that and invincible episode one and then uh marvel imploding apparently so <laughs> we got all that i'm still trying to find a name for that pod i have temporarily decided maybe fresh force but i'm still working okay. it, it title is to be determined for that whatever that pod is uh you know what i call you when you're not around when I when I'm talking about you behind your back, it's the nerd corner. That's not bad. I'm kidding. Uh, I, I I appreciate what you guys. I appreciate what Andy. His knowledge is really impressive. We get Devin for Star Wars, and we get Andy for Marvel. We're very lucky to have both. And so I am and I am happy to make this announcement. We did this during the pandemic. Speaking of things during the pandemic, and it's one of our most downloaded pods. But we didn't have the people that we really wanted on it. We didn't have Devin on it. We didn't have Joel Johnson on it, who we still might not have, but there's other people that we wanted on this pod and we didn't have at the time. And again, it is one of our still top five. I think he's number two most downloaded pods we've ever had. We are bringing back Fresh Start, the superhero draft for the holiday season. Nice. Okay, you got to explain the rules to me at some point. And and we're still, I think, and that had one of our biggest fights in the history of We Talk and Fresh Take, where really? Morgan tried to take Captain America and non-powered, and Andy and I destroyed him and said, there's not a chance of you're doing that. Okay, I need to know more about these rules before I can make a verdict. I'm Did interested. you say Captain America is non-powered? No. Yeah. He is Come the on. super soldier serum. Exactly. Exactly. He's literally so- powered. He's literally powered by medicine. Exactly. So this is the kind of stuff that we will be breaking down on the superhero draft date <laughs> to be determined. We'll do some kind of video game draft in a bit here. We look, this is gonna kind of go back to the pandemic if this SAG strike if they can't figure out AI this 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 weekend, we're going to January, it sounds like. So it's gonna be a lot more electronic enhancements and a lot so more. So many drafts. drafts. Yeah, so yes. many drafts. Yeah. yeah. So until next time, everyone, for Devin Seal, I'm Joshua Arbuthnot. Cheers and enjoy the day. Stop. Thank you for listening to the Fresh Tape Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Tape 42.